Hey y'all, welcome to Blomversations. I'm your host, Bren. This week, I am struggling. I have just been trying to navigate both jobs, my mental health, my physical health, my infertility, my marriage, my personal relationships, my commitments to my loved ones, my parenting of my fur children, and myself. And I'm not balancing it well. (laughs) And I'm starting to really get fucking resentful. And that's not good because the thing is, I'm not good at setting boundaries. I want to be able to do it all. There's this older Sarah Jessica Parker movie, and I think it's called I Don't Know How She Does It. I'm pretty sure that's the title. And the whole movie is like her just doing all these things and amazing all these people, but in reality, she's just fucking barely hanging on. And that's how I feel because when people are impressed by my workload or the accomplishments or these projects I'm working on or things, I feel so fucking good about myself when I'm, you know, taking on my next phase of my 75 hard challenge and I'm crushing it and people are commenting on that or it's inspiring to someone like that's the goal. The goal. Well, okay, that's not the goal. The goal is to better my health and my mental health. That is a byproduct of the work I'm putting in and it feels fucking fantastic. But I feel like behind the scenes, I'm unraveling. Like I snagged my sweater on the door and it is just pulling away from itself, coming apart completely. That is me. And I've been teetering really highly on the emotional, emotional scale. And I call it a melt for a meltdown. (laughs) And I've told Kellen for several days, I'm like, I'm on the brink of a big melt because I feel it. My body is getting run down. I'm just either sobbing or angry. And that's not typically my state of being. My state of being is tired (laughs) and wanting to do more and more and more and more and more. I think what I'm recognizing is trying to pursue these projects for myself while working a full-time job and working another job that while I might be not getting paid for full-time hours, I am very much putting in several hours every single day (laughs) is kicking my ass and it's feeling hard. It feels hard to think about making a change. It feels hard to think about, you know, changing the capacity of my availability with one of my jobs or lessening what I'm doing because in my brain, it's like, you suck. You're a failure. You can't do it. Like you just are a fucking loser. And I hate that. I hate that my self-talk is so mean to me because I root for everyone else in my life so fucking fiercely, and yet I teeter on the edge of self-destruction with the way that I speak to myself. 
And I also am still so fucking hung up on other people's opinions. And I know we've talked about this over and over and over again. It's just still a big struggle for me. I don't know why I need that outside approval or outside validation so desperately. I want to be so blasé and just do my thing. And I'm not. Living back in my hometown has been such a mindfuck for me because I'm constantly comparing myself and my journey to everyone else's around me and not like, woohoo, look at what we're all doing and celebrating everybody's success. I'm celebrating their success and I'm telling myself that I'm fucking failing. I don't have my own house. I don't have any children. I'm not in a career that I love. I'm not pursuing my dreams. I'm still fat. (laughs) And I just, ugh. Today has been one of those days where I was messaging my girlfriend. We're both doing the challenge. She's doing the 75 hard challenge and I'm on the next phase. But she's someone that inspired me to turn around and do the next phase and my previous 75 hard inspired her to start the challenge and we check in with each other every day and you know how's it going did you get your workout in how are you feeling and I'll be honest I was like dreading checking in with her today because I was having a bad day and I talked to my husband about quitting my challenge today and he was like don't do that just don't make it a super hard day for yourself do an active rest day, you know, you don't have to kill it every single day, but just show up for yourself essentially, right? And so I had asked her how she was doing and she was like, honestly, not great. Like I, this is the first day I don't really want to do this. The weekends are hard and today is just like, no. And she sent that to me and I was like, fuck yes, she gets it. She gets it. She gets it. She gets it. And I wrote back and I sent all these crying emojis and I was like, me fucking too, because that is how I was feeling. I got woken up today with some bullshit I didn't want to fucking deal with on my day off. Listen, I don't get a day off because I'm constantly dealing with something for one of my jobs or something with my family or my dogs or something where I'm just at a place where I'm ready to check myself in to like a spa and leave my fucking cell phone at home and just be unreachable because I'm so terrible at setting those boundaries. We're going to circle back to that. But so she sent that message and I was like, oh my God, thank God. So I sent it to her and I was like, listen, I'm in the same boat as you. I feel fucking miserable today. I'm having the worst day, but that is part of the point of this challenge is to say, okay, you're having a bad day. You're facing adversity. You're having these things pile up that are making you want to give up and give up not only just this challenge, but on the commitment you made to yourself, which should be above all else, your number one priority. Because if you can't even do things for you, how can you expect anybody else to do things for you or believe in the word that you say because you don't even keep your word to you? right? And that we can overcome obstacles in our day and a bad day and different challenges because we're fucking tougher than that. And we can do anything that we set our mind to. 
So I sent her that reminder back and she was like, yeah, you know, she was like, I'm not going to give up and you're not going to do either. I'll march my ass over there if I have to, like, you're going to keep going too. And I said, yes. And so I was like, okay, I'm giving myself five more minutes to just like get my shit together. I had been woken up early. It was now five hours later. I already got up, done a bunch of shit for work, helped my husband get out the door with his lunch and everything. The dogs were good. I went outside to see like how chilly it was to get ready for my outdoor workout. It was so fucking cold that I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Fuck this. And I crawled back into bed and then that's when I was messaging her. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself five more minutes and then I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. Five minutes might have turned into 15, (laughs) but I did. I got my ass up. I put on some, uh, I have these like thicker leggings from Victoria's Secret that I never wear, but they were perfect because it was so cold today. And yesterday I went shopping with one of my girlfriends and we hit up the Nike outlet. If you're local, it's in Centralia. And I got this long sleeve runner's shirt. I don't know what it's actually called because I am not a runner. I just aspire to be. (laughs) But when my sister was here and we were doing our hike uh, in the woods, she had one from a different brand and I was so freezing and she wasn't. And so she let me put it on under my shirt and I was like, oh yeah, I need to get that. And it has the little like thumb hole things, which I usually make fun of, but on this, I love it because it kept my hands more warm. So I'm getting all ready and I go out and I get my headphones out of my car because typically I drive down lately because I'm having to walk when it's partially dark. I drive to and from the park And today I was like, I'm not even going to go to the park. I'm going to do my neighborhood. I'm going to do my neighborhood hills. Like I'm going to, I'm not going to do some wimpy flat fucking circle track. I am going to get this bad day out of my system. I'm going to kick my own ass and change my fucking attitude. So I go to get my headphones out of the car and I turn them on and they were dying. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So I was like, okay that's fine. If they die, I'll just play it on my phone on speaker. Like who fucking cares? Nobody's going to be around me, whatever. My, my headphones did make it literally until I got home. Perfect. The rain held off until I was walking to my front door at the end of my workout. Also perfect. It was like the heavens open and God was like, you need a win, baby girl. So we're going to give you a break. (laughs) But I was doing my workout And I had gone up our big hill and gone, like, gone up our road, the hill, and then gone up, continued up the neighborhood road, and then come back down the main road, and then came back up that hill. And coming, that hill is a bitch. And I was coming up that hill, and I was like, man, I'm going to, like, film this for my Instagram. This is a big hill, and I I am feeling so triumphant of this fucking hill. And you know what? Then I'm going to come around the corner and I'm going to jog down my road because I've started implementing little spurts of jogging. And so I'm doing that and I get up the hill and I'm jogging down my hill and my phone says, oops, we're sorry. Something went wrong. I was like, well, fuck. And now I really want to capture that moment. So I go back up the hill, (laughs) like my road, and then back down the big hill so I can turn around and re-record the fucking thing four times, 
four times I did this and it still didn't work. Finally, after the fourth time, I was like, I'm going to save whatever it'll let me save. I'm done. My workout's been over. Like I'm going home. And it was just really funny to me because I caused more work for myself because I cared about recording it. But I had gone on my Instagram prior to my workout and just like vented, vented about my bad day. And I started my workout not recording anything. And it was about halfway through when I had this like emotional break in my workout where I was like crying almost, got got a little teary-eyed. And I realized the power that moving your body can have. And so then I turned my camera on and I'm like, okay. I didn't actually say anything, but it was me walking, getting emotional. You know, dramatic effect, I guess. But it was real. It was really what was fucking happening. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, I'm walking and I'm smiling and a new song's on. And I'm just, my mood is lifting and I'm feeling better. And it was really interesting because then I come back in and my cousin FaceTimed me and that was really nice and a really good mood booster. And then I'm back getting on my phone, fielding more calls and dealing with more bullshit. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Why do I fucking care? Like, why am I letting this cause this damper on my day? So I was talking to another one of my girlfriends and she is great. She has a really good radar for me and my bad days because she'll be like, yo, homie, you good? Like, hey, girl, you good? Is everything okay? Are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not actually. And I just like offloaded all these things. And she was like, first of all, you need to set boundaries. Like, you need to set some fucking boundaries for yourself. You need to have some tough conversations with some people in your life. You need to figure some shit out. But you also need to set some boundaries. And I was like, you know what? You are right. Part of the problem. See, I told you we would circle back to this. Part of the problem is I want to be everything for everyone. I want to be the one that people come to when they're having a good day and they want to celebrate when they're having a bad day and they need a shoulder to crown when they're going through something difficult and they want to talk about it. I want to be the one that's known as the hostess with the mostest that plans, you know, elaborate dinners. And I always am gift giving. In fact, I just went over the top making these cute little metal mailbox tin presents for all my staff at the stand. And I'm like, why am I doing it to the point of exhaustion is the thing. Because I have this fucked up sense of low self-worth and insecurity and feeling like my only value is what I contribute to other people. And I've been working really hard in therapy on this and I'm still struggling with it because I still feel like if I'm not proving my worth on a continuous basis, then people are going to think that I'm worthless. Like I don't bring value to their life because I'm not enough by myself. So I have to set these boundaries because I will take a phone call or a text message at 4.30 in the morning, at 10 o'clock at night, when I'm on my vacation, when I'm at my girlfriend's shopping day for her wedding dress. Like, I need to be able to say, I'm unavailable. 
And then I have to be comfortable with that decision. And the problem is I'm not comfortable with that because I don't want to upset anybody and I don't want to seem like I can't do it all. But the reality is I fucking can't do it all. The movie, I don't know how she does it. Nobody knows how she does it. She doesn't even know how she does it because she's not doing it. There was a part where she has to make something for the bake sale. And I thought it was so fucking hilarious and genius and probably something my mother would have done. (laughs) She went and bought a pie. And then took the pie. Took it home. Took it out of the metal tin put it in a glass pie dish and took a roller and smushed it down to like spread it out in the pie dish and roughed it up a little bit so it looked homemade because there was like judgy moms at the school that were like, you can't bring, you know, store-bought baked goods to the bake sale. My mom actually probably would have made like a box of brownies or if she did buy a pie, she would have just left it in the metal tin because she's fierce and she doesn't have the same need to belong that I do. She's always just been incredible in her ability to just be who the fuck she is. I'm like, I want to be this way. Can I be this way? I'm going to be this way. If you'll let me, if it's okay, if you don't mind, do you care? Is it cool? Is it fine? Is this capacity of who I'm trying to be acceptable? (laughs) I don't know why. Even at my new job, like, I so fiercely want to feel like I fit in, but what am I fitting into? I don't know these fucking people. They could be really amazing or they could be really fucking weird. And yet I seek their approval on a daily basis because I don't have that own sense of self that is sure of who I am. I think that as I continue to learn and grow this year, that's something I really need to be better at. And I definitely need to be better at setting those boundaries because I need to be able to say, like, this is when I'm available. If you have an issue outside of that, figure it out. You're an adult. You're smart. Or contact somebody else. It's just not good for me to be so readily available all the time mentally because I feel like I can't shut my brain off and I feel like I have to have my phone. I actually was working on a project with my aunt one time recently and I panicked when I got into her car because I realized my phone was locked in her house and we were going to go run an errand. And she was like, okay, so like the people that need to know, know you're here with me. God forbid something happens and they need to get a hold of you. If they try you and they can't reach you, they'll try me. Like, and so she forced me to leave my phone at the house when we went to run errands. And at first I was like, I hate this. (laughs) This is fucking terrible. And, you know, the world's going to fall apart and everything's going to burn up in flames. And then it was really peaceful. And so we came back. And funny enough, we came back and I did have texts of people trying to get a hold of me. And she was like, okay, but is everything okay? Did everyone survive? Is the world crashing down? Was anything 
so time sensitive that it's ruined? Or do you need to start incorporating these little breaks for yourself so that you don't feel like you always have to be so available? And I think this is a common theme. I don't know if it's just with my generation, but I know a lot of people. My girlfriend and I were just talking last night about this. And she was like, even for her own business, she runs her own business. And she had gotten into the really poor habit of being able to answer client questions at any time, day or night. And she's a busy woman and she has children and a husband and is like, I can't (laughs) for my own sanity be concerned with reaching them the second they reach out to me. People have become so used to immediate response and entitled to our time that if we don't respond right away, it's deemed disrespectful or there's an issue. Sometimes we don't have our phone. Our aunt wouldn't let us bring it. (laughs) Sometimes it's a problem for another day. What I really like at my job that I have, uh, my office job, is the field that we work in, let's say it was coloring, because I'm not going to talk about what we do. Let's say it was coloring. Their thought process and mentality is there are no coloring emergencies. If something doesn't get dealt with today, we'll deal with it in the morning. And it's not something that we're supposed to like be done with work for the day and then stress out all night because we didn't get to it because there's no coloring emergencies. And I feel like I need to incorporate that in other areas of my life and stop being so readily available. It's tricky because I'm really needy. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you gathered that from the first half of this episode and my screaming for acceptance and reassurance, but I want to be readily available because I also want people to respond to me in a timely manner. But there is a difference in setting boundaries and saying, these are my work hours. These are the times that I'm available for that. Or this is a personal time for me. And whether it's a family member or a friend or a coworker or whatever saying, you know what? Shoot, it's just not really a good time. We can chat tomorrow and letting that be okay. And I think my problem is I don't even give the person the opportunity to let it be okay because in my mind, I don't think it's okay. So shifting that perspective for myself and setting those boundaries is going to be huge. I also have a habit of like talking myself out of things and I'm trying really hard not to do that this year as well. But I think just the main takeaway of the first month of 2022, because holy fucking shit, the month is almost over of January and there's 11 more to go (laughs) before we're in 2023. Oh, it hurts my feelings. Is that it is okay to set boundaries and stick to them, getting outside or even inside and moving your body is basically guaranteed to improve your mood. It is always good for your mental health to do physical work. There is a direct correlation. And I want to do, I saw a celebrity that was talking about their, like they do instead of thinking of New Year's resolutions, they do like a word of the year. And I think this is actually quite common because I saw a singer, songwriter, 
Nicole Galleon does like her word of the year. And then I was watching Drew Barrymore on her talk show, talk about it with Cameron Diaz and, or no, I'm sorry, Kate Hudson. I always think of Drew and Cameron Diaz because they're best friends. In case you didn't know, a little pop culture fact for you. (laughs) But she was, they were talking about different words of the year. And maybe I need to think of a word of the year because I sent my intentions for the year. And I've been really, really trying to follow through and prioritize myself. And one of the things is traveling and enjoying not just other places, but where we live as well. And I'm really excited because although I just finished telling you guys about my New York trip from almost two months ago, I'm going back. (laughs) Kellen and I are going next month and I'm so fucking excited. But this is also that pressure, the same pressure I just talked about of it makes my stomach hurt a little bit thinking like, what if he hates it? What if I just really loved it because it was Christmas time and then I go and I'm like, this place sucks. I don't think that's going to be the case, but I have all this buildup. Why can't I just be in the moment and fucking enjoy something without ruining the moments leading up to it and overanalyzing the moments after it? Is that just what 31, almost 32 feels like? Is this a me problem? It kind of feels like a me problem. (laughs) But I also know a lot of people that do this. Is it a generational issue? How do I get the fuck out of my own head? I don't know. That's a problem for a different day. As always, this is Blonde Versations. I'm Bren. We will chat soon. Cheers.